to say it's been about a day or so since Vi and Anima, you had the dinner or lunch with Farida's parents and you came back. The Opalster is going to be leaving in a couple of hours. Everyone's off doing their own stuff, but you don't really have a lot to do, so you're just kind of hanging out in one of the mini bars in the guest suite that is one of the coconuts in this giant building that looks like a palm tree. This town is very Las Vegas. So y'all are there just eating and getting a drink, and it's a couple of hours before you're set to leave. What do y'all talk about? I say Vi's a little... Yeah, she's feeling a little down about her friend leaving, so she's not... She's not really talkative anyway. That's fair. Anima is sitting there trying to decide whether or not to poke at Vi to try and get her to talk, or if she should just let her be. So every so often she's kind of like looking at you and like trying to be sneaky, but (laughs) absolutely failing at it. We love Anima. She's not sneaky. No. No, she's not. (laughs) It's gonna take some getting used to not having her around anymore. It's gonna be quiet. Well, Tali's still around, so. Yeah, it's just... How do I explain this? My time before we joined the Opal Star... Whenever someone left, there was always a chance that they wouldn't come back. So that's sort of an instinct still. In my line of work, it's a occupational hazard. A hacker? Oh, oh, Anima. I guess Tali's hacker friends all kind of went to jail for a while, so I guess that makes sense. I... I'll explain more once we're on the ship, okay? Uh, Farida was mainly saying that, I think as a joke, sort of, you know how she is sometimes. Yes! Blowing doors off hinges. Yeah. That was such a fun episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, basically, long story short, her dad's previous line of work and my line of work were relatively similar in the actual execution of things. Sometimes literally. <laughs> I didn't think Eldori were allowed in government. You'll explain later. You don't have to explain now. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather not explain in public, but I'll I'll explain. That was a good response. <laughs> hmm. You want to talk about how we should try to find Dottie? Oh, that's gonna be difficult, I think. Yeah. I was thinking maybe some of her previous employers might have, like, updated contact information in case people are... But it's kind of a long shot, I guess. Yeah, not to mention there's no guarantee that they'll give it to us, and... Yeah. Yeah, so... So have you remembered anything more related to that sword you got? Oh. DM, have I? (laughs) Give me an intelligence check. 
Oh, heck. Actually... <laughs> hey, look at me! I have plus one intelligence now! <laughs> Yay, level up! Anima has learned some things in her travels. Well, it didn't help me at all because I got a one. <laughs> That's okay. That's alright. You're starting to wonder if it was actually something you recognized or your brain was just playing tricks on you, but it's still cool anyway. No, not a thing. That's alright. That's not an issue. It'll, it'll come. It's okay. Mm, probably. Maybe. I'll say it's around this point, because with this being the guest quarters, there have occasionally been other people who came in to use, like, private rooms. You didn't really run into them, but Mrs. Yellow did let you know so you wouldn't be surprised. Wise. <laughs> Very <laughs> wise. Yeah. It's a good plan. Yeah, so... You know, there are, like, a couple of people taking care of business on different floors. There shouldn't be anyone on the floor you're in. When you see two individuals just kind of walking up to the bar, if our two lovely new players would like to describe themselves. Um, do you want to go first, Blake? No, I'll, I'll let you go first. Okay, so Stavias, they're in there, and they are wearing this very like fake regal because you know they don't really have tons and tons and tons of money but they are definitely trying to look like they do so they've got this long official kind of robe over the what like an Eldori would wear is like an official suit their hair is pulled back into like this very long elegant braid and they look exhausted from whatever they had been doing in the day and they were like oh they need to. They need to put my feet up. I'm. I'm tired. Well, I'm tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> and that's kind of what they're doing as they enter. As they enter the bar. Val's <laughs> just rolling his eyes, walking in. So he's a a tall Mata guy, wearing a just like a pretty large cloak with a hood over it, just kind of you know keeping low key. But yeah, it's a, a stone pink Mata guy. So like my scales are, if you could see them, which you might be able to see at least on my face are um, uh, whitish in color, so a little different from some of the other ones, which I think you guys know I'm Madakai anyway, so. Mm -hmm. I'm tall, kind of like listening, not being mean, but rolling his eyes a little bit, just like, oh my gosh, we just got here. Like, we, we, all, we just got here like two seconds ago. I mean, we've been rested. Like, we're good. Come on. The journey, the journey about it was long. It's been I'm five exhausted. minutes. It's been five minutes. We walked a whole five minutes from, oh from there to here. It's you just don't use... All these years, and you still don't understand. It did take y'all a couple of different routes to get here. So it has been a bit of a time. Yeah, but you slept. You slept on the first part, you slept on the second part, and you slept on the third part. So you're, you should be pretty rested at being. You slept on all the parts of us getting to here. The fact that you think that that's enough sleep for me just goes to show <laughs> how little you truly know me. I think it's at this point you all, um, <laughs> to both of you, notice that there are two people sitting at the bar just staring at you. Well, one may be trying to be sneaky about it, the other one's probably not going to succeed about how- By an anima, how are you reacting to this? I have a question. The- the first declaration about how tired, um, I'm sorry, name... 
Stavias. Stavias is... You, you don't know their name yet, but... Okay, yeah, but that that character, the Eldori, the other mm-hmm. Eldori in the room, was it just, like, very loud? Very, yeah. like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, a distance away, but their voice <laughs> but, yeah. carries. Okay. Also, it's, like, a pretty empty space, so there's not a lot of background noise beyond maybe some nice, low-key, but peppy music, because it's a bar. Yeah. So, so like... Very quiet, just having a nice conversation. All of a sudden, there's these two people. Yeah, one of which is like, oh, I'm so tired. Just like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the vapors are getting me. Can we help you? Because I'm I'm imagining that Val's noticed some. Yeah. You were told to meet your friend here, but this is not the person you were told to meet, so. Maybe they just didn't know there'd be other people here. You're not entirely sure why there's other people in this bar. Could you guys maybe go to a different bar? I mean, I'm not not trying to be rude, but why this Who bar? Who told in you to come to this one in particular? Yeah. Since we were here first, shouldn't you go to a different bar? No, because we were supposed to be here. So I don't mean to be rude. I mean, I'm just just saying we. <laughs> kind of need to be here, so, I mean, if you guys want to find something else, I mean, definitely a lot of good locations around, I imagine, so. Also, uh, real quick, Vidan, what would you like to describe your characters? It's been a minute since I made y'all do this. Yeah, it's <laughs> been a minute. The character who did not speak and was not sneaky about looking at you is a <laughs> very tall, well-muscled, female ashen-forged, with very long, very red hair in a braid down her back and purple eyes. And the Eldori, who's just sort of looking at you somewhat sneakily, but also she's not trying her best at it with a raised eyebrow. She's got some steel blue skin, amber eyes, and then black hair, which right now is loose and is down to about upper back, mid back. In a trench coat, because she's not in her dress anymore. None of y'all recognize each other. Well, like I'm saying, there's plenty of other bars around, so if you guys just want to find something else, maybe, I mean... Yes, we're meeting an important friend in this bar, and I don't know if you two should be there for that meeting. Botlan Stavias, you would both know that this is kind of like a VIP area. You don't get in here without permission. So they do have permission to be in, like oh. in this general area, so it's not just like some brando. So like, they do have some connection. Though that doesn't have to change any of your reactions at all. Yeah, I'm still sticking by what I said. <laughs> I figured I just wanted to communicate that. Again, like, like my friend asked, what brought you guys... To this one. We wanted to be by ourselves and reminisce about a good friend of ours. It's also probably not that far from your rooms that you've been staying in, and you know you're gonna be leaving in a couple of hours anyway. Yeah. It was close, and we're only here for a little bit longer. Your friend doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be here, so... Well, why delay the inevitable and just leave? That's a good point. I mean, a little rude, but a good good point. I mean, 
Is it rude or is it honest? It I mean, could be I guess both. it can be both. See, I like this one already. See, my question is how important can this acquaintance of yours be if they can't mm, reserve a bar for this very important meeting? Well, they did, but they, I guess, weren't expecting people to kind of sneak in, I guess. I mean, I know you somehow got the credentials to be in here, which is fine, but yeah, I mean, it's they don't know. Maybe, maybe they just stay. Maybe they we can find somewhere farther down where they might not be able to, you know. We'll just speak to our friend quietly. I'm an expert at being quiet. And then start moving over to the other side of the bar. <laughs> um, I'll mental missive anima. Do you want to just stay here to annoy them? This is fun. <laughs> yes, and I feel kind of bad about it. Can I? What are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm just watching. I'm just like, just like, okay. Well, as I'm walking past, just because you know, we talked to very. This, these are sensitive matters with sensitive people. I don't know totally who these people are can I try and see if I can detect thoughts on either of them as I walk by you are welcome to try who needs to roll it for that well I think it would probably need to be Vi because Vi has spoken has like kind of been leading the conversation so I would need a we both need to roll intelligence checks like contested intelligence checks okay Ooh. That's fun. I like that mechanic. Roll off. Roll off. 19. I got a 10. Or wait. Oh, is that a saving throw? I, mean, I guess it doesn't matter. Oh, sorry. I read the thing wrong. You do have to do a wisdom saving throw first. And then if I try to probe deeper, then we do that contested okay. intelligence Oh, check. okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, that does. All right, then that's a 13. What's your DC? Let me check. I believe. What is my DC? Oh, 16. So I'm not going to try and probe any deeper because I don't think I need to. I just want to get a sense from their surface, from Vi's surface thoughts, if they're if they are anything that me or Bal should worry about. So I guess Vi, what are you thinking on in a surface level? Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's sad to see her friend go this person named Farida who that may or may not ring bells to you how much does your character like pop music <laughs> yeah <laughs> or just all music Farida has a variety That's true. well I mean Stavias is essentially a queer party person so they love pop music <laughs> mm, okay so that will definitely ring a bell for you but if you think it's the same person sorry there is someone in like the top 10 of most popular successful pop music artists that includes someone whose first name is Farida. I'm gonna can I make a role for like I guess self control Charisma <laughs> saving throw. Um, you might want to roll well on that. It's a sixteen. Vi, do you want to roll perception to see if you catch anything? Sure. 
Because that would be, you, you controlled it pretty well, but there might still be a bit of a reaction. I'm just kind of making this face as I'm walking past. Okay. Uh, and it wouldn't be passive, it would be active. Are you actively keeping an eye on them as they pass? Yeah. Yeah, they're annoying. Yeah, so that's <laughs> active. They're getting on my nerves. <laughs> okay. Please be good. Ooh, that's that's worse. Okay. Well, that's that's a 17. That's that's a little bit less than my passive. It's fine. Okay. So y- you do catch that this person gives like a brief reaction of what looks like shock or surprise. But like it's it's just very brief. You barely you just catch it as they walk to the other end of the very long bar. Hmm. Okay. The bar would probably narrow her eyes. I'm gonna talk quietly. It's obvious. What what is it? You're making that face. What did what did you do? You had that face on. I think they were friends with one of my favorite pop musicians. You, that uh, what is what is that name of that? Uh, I don't know. You you was told that doesn't narrow it down. You was to give a lot of <laughs> of favorite music, so it does not narrow it down for me. But I mean, I guess that's cool. Yeah, it was. I guess I'm just a little. I'm not. I'm flabbergasted, dumbfounded because I turn back and I look at them because they just don't seem like the groupie type. <laughs> I mean, I would you like to roll another perception to see if you're like <laughs> if you can hear this. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna tell you right now. I very clearly looked back at both of you with a judgmental look on my face, and then back to. <laughs> Can I okay. see I who's got... talking? Because <laughs> if I can, I could read lips. <laughs> I don't know. It just it it depends. Stavios, are you sitting with your back to them? I actually do think okay. I would. I would try and like make sure that they had okay. no way to look at me while I'm talking about it. So, Anima, you can see Battle's face to see what he's saying, but you can't really see Savias unless they're facing you as they talk. Okay. So I got an 18 on perception, so I don't know if that means anything. You can catch their conversation. Because I'm talking quietly, at least. Like, I know I know Bal's talking, like I said, more... Savias thinks, he, thinks they're whispering, but they mm-hmm. are definitely doing normal. Like a stage whisper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't catch all of it, but you catch pieces enough to get the feeling they know someone that you know? You catch, like, they don't seem like groupies? So you can take from that what you will? You're currently frozen in a shocked face, which I find appropriate for this. (laughs) (laughs) Me? I am? Yeah, your camera's frozen on my end. Huh. Maybe that singer's close by if if they're groupies, like you're saying. Maybe the singer's close by then. I mean, don't they, like, follow them around everywhere? Maybe there's a concert nearby or something. Well, the thing about the singer is they're all over the internet and stuff, but they don't really have an actual public presence. They haven't given any live concerts. They haven't been seen in any events. Well, Bal would know. Bal would know that, because he doesn't know much about music. He listens, True. like, when, um, when Savage listens, but he's not, like, listening to music all the time, so he has no clue. So yeah, I think Stavias to just do a quick fill-in of like, oh yeah, no, that that's not how they operate. They just release music. It's not like a thing. How strange. <laughs> Can Vi still hear this? <laughs> Probably. 
you hear the telltale clicking of Mrs. Yellow's heels as she's walking through the room. And a fun fact about her is every day she doesn't look the same. One day she'll be an Eldori, the other day she'll look like she's Promethean. She's constantly changing her appearance, but one of the things that kind of stays the same is her eyes are yellow. Are those the shoes of my little dandelion coming into this bar? I say as I look towards the entrance. And as you look, it is in fact Mrs. Yellow, and she appears Ashenforge today with solid yellow eyes. I go bounding up to her. I get. I take her arms. I go mwah mwah. Hello, my dear. How are you? I'm certainly doing better than you are. It's so good to see you, though. I'm glad you made it here, all right. <laughs> oh, it was a dreadful trip, but worth it to see your face. You're gonna have to do more research on who you work with next time. I'm not sure how many times I can pull in favors for this. Listen, I get it. So, I was able to get some information, and, and then she kind of, like, looks over and notices Randy and oh, I- Sorry, I thought I made a mark. Are you all doing all right? Same thing you need? Danny Line, you, you guys know each other? Would we have recognized that was still Mrs. or Miss Yellow? Mrs. Yellow? Yeah, and she also, like, you can tell by the way she holds herself and you, her voice usually, pretty much usually stays the same. And she may always look different, but if you know who she is, you can recognize her. Okay. You imagine she goes a little more hardcore into her disguises when she's not in the Oasis. I think we're doing alright, Mrs. Yellow. We're just killing time until we leave. So you know these two... (laughs) (laughs) These two... Stop! Pause where you don't know how to... (laughs) But of course, they're old friends of mine. Helped me out in a pinch a while back, and now I help them where I can. Fair enough. And she turns her attention back to Stavius. So I was able to get confirmation that Seinfeld is actually on planet right now. Unfortunately, it looks like he's not going to be around for very long. Do you think he'd be around long enough for Bal and I to teach him a lesson? To give him the old one-two? <laughs> Wait a moment. Sinfra? I will let the two of you explain. This yellow is not going to step in for that conversation. <laughs> Do you know this ruffian? Wasn't he that guy? Uh huh. Yes, we. Well, we haven't met in person. He has seen us before, and we've seen him. And he, I don't know if he saw you, but you did see him from a distance. Yeah. We saw the projection, didn't we? That wasn't Sinfred, that was someone else. Sinfred is the dude that was stealing stealing the medicine. Oh yeah, we've we've dealt with him before then, never mind. Yeah, I think we kind of ruined his life. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. I'm I'm sorry I got them confused with something else. Um, Oh, Voldemort, that's who I was thinking of, Voldemort. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a more recent life you ruined. (laughs) Uh, I would like to finish the job, so. <laughs> yeah. Val, Stavius, would you like to roll the lore to see if you can piece together what they're talking about? <laughs> Ooh, that's not gonna be good. 
Oh, that's a seven, so no, Val. No clue. Nice. That's a 22. So before he totally ripped you off, there was a mention of he had someone break into his office and then start exposing all of his secrets and he made it, he like, made it sound like he was being framed, but after he stole all your stuff and left you stranded on that planet, you realized he was someone was probably just exposed his network, and he ripped you off and stole all your stuff because he's desperate and trying to hide, but hiding costs money. And somebody didn't do quite enough research on him before you made, agreed to help him with whatever that deal was. Hmm. So you've made an enemy of this person. We've... Well, this person's made an enemy out of us. They're on planet. You both seem like you can hold yourselves together when it comes to a potential interaction. And you do seem to know our dandelion. Do you want to help us destroy this man? Want to catch a medicine thief, Vi? How far away is it? We have to leave in a couple of hours. Well, that's true. He's actually not that far, and he's... But he's scheduled to leave soon, and we won't be able to get official permission to detain him before he's supposed to leave. But I can get permission for some friends to get involved and make sure he doesn't get away. Anything you recover before people get there, you can keep. It. Just try and avoid killing if possible. He has some things to answer for. Oh, I'm very non-lethal. Val, <laughs> on the other hand... <laughs> Hey, we don't... Define kill. Val looks down at that comment, just kind of looks away, not denying or acknowledging it, just kind of, yeah. I love that Stavios is feral and Bal is the mature one. Val's <laughs> 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 made a lot of mistakes in life, so he just... <laughs> he's just trying to get trying to get things together somewhat, so... But really, we can definitely use the help, so if you guys want to... If you guys want to help and can kind of take care of yourselves, I mean. Anything we find that didn't already belong to us before it was stolen by him, we can split evenly. I guess we should let the captain know we're gonna do a thing. Maybe? Yeah. Take out my sim unit. Oh, and Maria, wasn't she the one that originally gave us the tip? Yeah, let's see if he has anything of hers. Or if she'd like to join in this. She put y'all onto him, hoping that he would have information on who stole the ship. I forgot about that. Yeah. Guess who's on planet? Alright, so, what do you say to Spectra? Hey, we're taking a bit of a detour before we leave planet. We're going to help some people with finding and bringing back alive Sinfreth. You or... Maria, want to help, or is there anything specific he has that you haven't been able to recover? She messages you back and says she was mostly after information. Finding that relic was a pleasant surprise. I don't know where she is right now, but she'll be back on the ship when it's time. I'm not worried about that. As it is, I'm catching up with some old friends, but I trust you all will manage to 
do so successfully, please try and not get in too much trouble. It's good to keep friends here. Right after she sends that, she gets a message from Anima. Medicine thief on planet. Gonna go beat up. (laughs) (laughs) She responds to Anima with a thumbs up. Don't do anything stupid. Anima, was it? Did did you say something about this person selling medicine too? I don't know if anyone has actually introduced themselves to anyone. And that was sent as a text message. No. No. Fallis is guessing. He's a good name guesser. (laughs) (laughs) I think I said Vi at one point. But. Yeah, you probably said Vi at one point. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I I don't know your name, but you said something about a medicine. He stole medicine too? Kind of. So he was going to steal medicine, but we stole it first and delivered it where it was supposed to go in the first place. Oh, see, Stavius, this is Destiny. We need to take him down. He's a true villain. So who steals medicine? And more importantly, who steals my things? That's Sorry, of course, that, that too. things. Yeah, I'm only worried about one item of mine. So, are you sure that you two can handle yourselves in interaction? Yeah, we'll be we'll, <laughs> we'll be fine. Just you guys worry about yourselves, but we'll be okay. Can I handle myself? Well, you did have your things stolen, so yeah, it happens. I mean, it happens to the best of us, especially when you're dealing with things that we deal with. So it's not uncommon, especially with some of the uh, more unsavory people that we come into contact with sometimes. But we'll be fine. We'll be able to manage. Mrs. Yellow pipes in. They are quite capable in a fight. Some other things they could improve in, like character judgment. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, my judgment is sound, Dandelion. Uh huh. I mean, I helped you without so much as a question. Bells in the back's kind of like doing like the. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear her voice in her in your head, like listing off a couple of times that you accidentally <laughs> almost got in trouble for trusting the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kind of say, kind of mentally back to her, like. What can I say? I'm a romantic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then I, I kind of look at them. And I'm like, well, if we're going to be working together, you might as well know my name. My name is Stavios Vendai, future diplomat of all of space. <laughs> and this is my associate, Val. Kind of bodyguard, but uh, yeah, you can just call me um, Val Moore, but Val's easier, so whichever one you prefer. Either or. Pretty much a bodyguard and, uh, you know, yeah. Also my best friend. Yeah. Yeah, it actually, your times would not have agreed to that, but I mean, it's yeah, I would agree. <laughs> what he says, I'm also his best friend. <laughs> Bye, mental Mrs. Anima. Are you sure you want to spend the next couple hours with them? I want to beat up a thief. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Anima. This yellow is just waiting there to see what you all say. You may call me Vi. Anima and Vi. Anima and Vi. Anima and Vi. Perfect. I will remember your names forever. A few minutes later, you two, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> if you would 
like I can arrange the transport to take you to the loading dock that Simprith is at. Um, see what I can do about locking down his flight permission so he can't try and sneak off on us. Unfortunately, there's some rules we still have to abide by, but I know some loopholes. Perfect. Then I guess we should be off. I'm going to give Dandelion a little quick hug. It's like something that's like I can't do every time, so it's a, a little hug. And then, um, yeah. A departing kiss on the cheek. Mwah. Wonderful to see. Oh, by the way, Stavius, I have a. Here's a letter for you before I forget. Ah, perfect. Thank you very much. I take the letter and then I kind of pocket it in kind of the safest, most secure pocket that I have to read for later. Yeah. Do you think it's your, uh, family? I would say quietly to uh, Savias. And I say, uh, in a way, it's the family that matters. I say, again, not very quietly. <laughs> Savias is not a quiet person. Anytime that they say anything that they think is being quiet, everybody can definitely hear that. <laughs> I'm just, that's just a blanket statement for the table. <laughs> I'm gonna have fun with that, thanks. Let's <laughs> say, part and sci-fi, paper mail's an interesting form of communication that not a lot of people use. So you all load up into a shuttle and are taken over to where Sinfrith is attempting to escape. When you get there, or does anyone want to talk about anything on the way to go screw him over, make plans or things? So, do we have any ideas about the building? Did Mrs. Yellow give you any additional information about building, escape routes, things like that? Would Dandelion have given us that? Right, she explains, like, it's a small little landing pad. It's not actually part of the building, but it's behind or between buildings. People can reserve it, but it's not connected to any particular company. Which, it, it's a special arrangement for this place, because sometimes smugglers want to be sneaky about what they're smuggling from their smuggling buddies. Sometimes people need the anonymity for so the officials don't know about it, because a lot of stuff goes on unofficially, but there's still some bureaucracy. It's just not blatantly open to the Alliance bureaucracy. It's fine, though. So he's in one of those spots. There's like a little shed where he could have stored things and like other places he could have gone from there but it looks like he's been attempting to gather supplies and stuff from different stash places that he might have had as well as gathering cubal because disappearing when the alliance is on your tail is cheap so is it good to like assume that he's probably aside from like maybe a small crew pretty isolated there are reports of him meeting with people, but he doesn't seem to have anyone that's actively on his crew. The ship he has, which is called the Prestige, because of course it is, is large enough to hold some equipment, but it's also easily maintained by a single person. It is possible that he has a couple of drones just for safekeeping, but there are drones that fly everywhere that can occasionally be called upon in times of someone trying to stab someone in the back to help keep the peace, so he might be able to call on those, but it looks like for the most part he's just trying to disappear and doesn't really have a lot of allies because 
from what you know of what Maria's been up to the past, like, several weeks, whenever she wasn't trying to figure out the bounty situation on her head, she was just one by one passing off all of his associates to Spectra to give their information to the Alliance so they could be arrested. Actually, Bell, since you have an indirect connection to the ShadowNet, right? Yeah, yeah, I do have someone who, um, yeah. And I'm guessing that person lets you know about any jobs that could be beneficial to you? Yes, but only ones that are more on the up and up usually have been trying to they know I've been trying to change a little bit, so only things that are more closely legal side than illicit, so yeah. Just roll me a straight D20. Okay. I have a number in my head to see if you would have come across a thing or not. Ooh. Thirteen. So, your friend did mention that there was a big bounty war going on a couple of weeks ago that just kind of disappeared when a pretty big player got taken off of the board. Part of the mentioning was to make sure you didn't have any contracts or anything with this person who went by the name of Trigger. Because he was a bit of an arms dealer. He, I don't think he's someone you actually dealt with. It was just your friend making sure you didn't have associations. Because, like, his network fell apart and he just disappeared. And I think your friend did kind of briefly send you the bounty. And as you're sitting there, you realize your two new friends look kind of familiar because they were a part of that before it just completely vanished. Okay, so they were part of, like, the... Like the bounty, their heads were okay. Yeah, well, it started when Trigger said, I want to talk to these people, but then everyone else was trying to get like a leg up and it got messy until Trigger lost all of his bargaining power, literally, and disappeared. And the individual known as Whisper, as well as several others, were able to calm things down so there wasn't about to be a full-scale gang war going on in the underground. Alright. I'm gonna keep that to myself for the time being. I would start talking about it, but I know if I do, um, <laughs> someone might be a little louder about it, so I would hold on to yeah. that information for a little bit. Also, you might spring a leak, which would be unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so, but to answer your question, I mean, we know that it's going to be the, where the location is, I mean, escape routes, I mean, I guess there could be, it's kind of hidden away itself, like, as you said, it's, like, behind a building, correct? I'm sorry, I've already forgot two seconds. You know how, like, some, like, sometimes buildings will have, like, back parking lots? Where it's, like, it's still accessible, still visible, but it's a little, kind of tucked away? You're being given pretty much like a ride straight up to the side of the building so you can have the ability to sneak around it and make this dude stay even more of a hell. So, yep, also, I guess Val will probably explain like the general location of it, um, what we know, what we were put in, what we were given. So, I mean, it seems to be probably a perfect spot for what we want to do anyway, so couldn't really have uh, planned it better for, for them to be there. Isn't it beautiful when things just fall into place like that? I guess the main thing we want to make sure of at this point is that he can't get into his ship and run away, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. I believe Dandelion said that she was going to try to... Delay that. 
yeah, delay right. him from being like keep him, his ship from being able to leave the port. And obviously, we can't kill him, so that's out. That doesn't mean that we can't hurt him very badly. Easy to knock someone out too, so I mean, either or. Torture them psychologically, perhaps. Yes, or you know, just knock them in the head with something kind of hard does it too. But I mean. I mean, sure. If we want, if we want to do it the boring way, then we can do it that way. But we could also, you know, hey, you blasted a couple people. You knocked a couple people out, so I know you have it in you. Oh well. So yeah, I know, I know you. You can, you can do it. Seen it firsthand. I will keep myself back, and I will do what I can to make him as mentally ineffective as possible to make this easy for the rest of you who I am assuming I look over at Vi and Anima are kind of uh, you're more of like a beat em up type I mean if you keep it in conversation that should do the trick so that was Bal trying to be funny which isn't very often but (laughs) what do you two think you're also part of this operation true you're like 95% sure he hasn't seen your face us? Yeah. Or at least he doesn't realize you robbed him. Hmm. Well. He gets one to be shy. I mean, sorry for making you uncomfortable. I've been traveling with Savia so long that I'm just used to having conversations. So, I mean, if this is making you uncomfortable, we can definitely. It's quite strange that you would be uncomfortable. I'm known for making people very comfortable around me. Sure. Um, again. I'm so effervescent. That's a word. So, I don't know if he knew that we were the people who robbed the information from him, but we would have maybe appeared on his cameras, and then... Yes, but he was scrambling so much at that point that I doubt he would have been able to look much at them before our mutual friend would have gotten around that. Well, we could... Bal and I, because he definitely knows our faces. Yes. We could engage him in some polite conversation while you both get him from behind, as it were. Stealth your way through. Maybe. You don't think he'll run right after seeing you since he has things you want? I won't let him run. Basically, as I say that, my eyes flicker with this crackle of magic and then Vi and I don't know if this is possible but I'm just trying to like flex my mental abilities so maybe I kind of put that same feeling in Vi that maybe Vi didn't feel earlier when I detected her thoughts so that she knows that I have been rooting around I'm, I'm good at rooting around in people's heads wait a minute here <laughs> wait, wait. J- just so I'm clear so Vi is now aware that you read her thoughts before? You're aware that something happened and that you didn't know about it before until I until just now. Roll an attack roll, this won't do damage, it's just how well you control it. Okay. Because I feel like Stavios has done this to freak people out before, but it's tricky to not actually go a full on spell. It's an eight. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, it feels like somebody just like poked your brain really hard. It doesn't do any damage, but it doesn't feel good. I would highly recommend not doing that again. Hmm? Okay. Also, Stav, yes, you probably know <laughs> that that was a lot harder than you meant to. Yeah, 100%. I'm just like, okay. I meant the whole thing. Whatever it's supposed to be or not, don't do that again. I'm sure. gonna, like, shuffle, like, slightly in front of Vi so she doesn't start stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vi, Vi has a hand, at least one hand on a weapon. <laughs> don't do that. Stavios, can you just give me an insight check? That is a 17. What did they get from Vi's reaction with the 17? One, Anima is doing that for y'all's protection. Not for Vi's. Because <laughs> Vi probably narrows her eyes at Anima when she sees her move a bit. It's like, really? <laughs> Fine. That was Vi being nice about a threat, more or less. Basically, if you do that again, you're not going to like the results. Val, she's probably starting to remind you of people you've worked with before. Oh, almost immediately, probably. Stavias just smiles. Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm getting that impression. <laughs> <laughs> This is perfect, because we have the two feral chaos children, and the two bodyguards just like, ah. <laughs> Apparently, Eldori and our game are just chaotic. <laughs> I don't think they're all chaotic, just... We've just got two problem children, it's fine. Yeah, you just have problem children. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if anyone has shard pulled up I or not. Do, mm. I do. I do. Yeah, I do. Cool. It's not particularly to scale at all. Some people may recognize this. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so this is the landing pad. Hang on. So this is about the space that the ship occupies that he's on. Oh, that he's getting on? So he's on the ship now, or...? He's, like, getting on and off. There's supply drones that are going back and forth and dropping stuff off where he's then taking and putting them onto his ship. And he seems to be moving rather quickly and completely unaware of your presence. And I'm gonna say you are coming in from the other side of the ship. So you can, like, see his feet and you can see the drones, but you can't see him right now. These two over here are just supply drones and that there's security drones flying around. They seem to be following path formations. They don't pay any mind to you. Even though you probably haven't left the Oasis very much by an anima, you've been able to see them from your window for balanced obvious. This is completely normal for most places where there's like high security or like um, valuable stuff going on. Then they have those but aside from that it's a pretty clear space there's like boxes and crates around we're gonna mostly theater in the mind for this depending on how stabby people get (laughs) 
you get dropped off and the shuttle that took you kind of drives off a little bit some are a little more conspicuous and just stops there so what do y'all do you have been listening to Aboard the Opal Star, an Esper Genesis 5e actual play podcast DM'd and produced by Brianna Jean as part of Pseudodim Social, a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time. Filena is played by Alexis Workman. Anima is played by Casey Glover. Stavios is played by Shan Smith. Balamar is played by Blake Francis. And the theme music, as always, is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. If you don't want to wait to see what happens next, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash social. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com. everybody we're waffles maple syrup and we play pathfinder 2e and all sorts of different ttrpgs you're about to listen to our time travel homebrew campaign called time has passed check it out doldren just comes charging up this way towards where uh, l ran off to and sees that rune still there and tanagal attacking uh, l and be like I said the rune as he just mm. turns, charges at it, and I again just jumps, leaps, and swings with them all. Why would anybody want to be a human? That's stupid. If... Most people don't get a choice. I mean, but we did. That's a lot of damage. I have no weapons aside from my body. Oh dear. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> uh, oh my. You see this humanoid shape enclosed in a white robe form in the void of your dreams. As we zoom into where his face should be, there is nothing but blackness. The blackness that leaks from his hood begins to enshroud your mind, wrapping around you in this space. I need all of you to make a will saving throw. And if you like what you just heard, search Waffles Maple Syrup, one word, and give us a subscribe. Thanks!